Hi, I'm John Byrne with Poets of Quants. Welcome to our continuing series on the Atkinson Graduate School of Management at Willamette University in Oregon. Today we have an assistant dean and a professor, and we're going to talk about a really unique and interesting first-year program called PACE. First up, we have Beth Erson, who's Assistant Dean and Director of Career Management at the school, and also President of the Board of Directors for the MBA Career Services and Employer Alliance. And we also have on the line Associate Professor Ashley Nixon, who is a specialist in HR and OB, that would be organizational behavior, and is also a consultant in leadership training and executive coaching. Welcome. Thank you. Now, the two of you teach the first year PACE, which stands for Practical Application for Careers and Enterprises. That's a full mouthful and a beast of a course, I understand. What do you learn in PACE? PACE is a fascinating class. It's a cornerstone, but it's it's a little bit more than that. It's our application and experiential playground for our students. So we start the year kind of broad, and we get to talk to them about really big ideas that help set the framework for getting their MBA. So from day one, we get to talk about what's going on in the workforce, what's going on with jobs, what's going on with the nature of work, and how do we expect that to change over the next 20, 30, 40 years that these young students are going to be in the workplace? And most importantly, what are the implications of those changes for them, for their education, for the time that they're going to spend with us at Adkinson and how they can use that effectively. We go from there to talking about analysis, to talking about personal development, which is one of the aspects I contribute to the class. Thinking about how we can present information effectively and professionally. And then from there, we can pivot to, all right, knowing what direction you might need to go in with your career and knowing how to present effectively What does that mean for your resume? What does that mean for an informational interview and a job interview? So they get to work really intensely with Beth for a while, getting them ready to go out on the market for their internships and eventually, you know, develop a robust job searching skill set for their career. After we've kind of given them a little time to percolate on their careers, we introduce them to their clients. We bring in a bunch of not-for-profit clients that uh, can be local, can be strewn across the United States. And they work with a team of about four or eight of our students to deliver some kind of substantive, meaningful analysis to the organization based on that client's needs. Uh, So after working together for six months, we have this big day where all the clients come in. Uh, We have guests come to ask our students questions They all give formal 20-minute presentations overviewing this entire huge project and get this real amazing opportunity to express what they've learned to their clients and then come together as a class to celebrate, you know, what they just went through and what they had to learn and the mountain they had to climb to be able to accomplish that. And Beth, what's your role in the course? I teach the career um, portion of PACE. And what does that look like? So um, we do two main activities, um, and the first is a full mock application simulation. So students apply for jobs, and we review their resumes and cover letters and have them work with a writing coach as well as a career coach on that. Then we do phone interviews, 
video interviews and and then it ends in a face-to-face -face interview with a professional from outside the school all in all of that the students are getting a lot of good feedback to improve um, a lot of them do a lot more than you know extra mock interviews as well to really hone their their stories and their skills and the other piece of it is career exploration, making sure that they're connecting with our alumni and learning about different career opportunities and deciding what it is that they want to do with their life. And then we coach them through the process of building their story, building their resume of experiences to make sure that they are becoming candidates that will be highly valued in the marketplace and help them seek internships. And is this happening as the consulting project is unfolding or is this in the front end of the program? We do front load it so that they are ready to apply for internships that we get in the fall of their first year. But then we continue to work with them until they find their internship during PACE. So what kind of consulting projects do they actually have? They can range substantially. Uh, a few years ago, we had students do a fascinating project. They worked with Mercy Corps on alleviating asset poverty in working classes. Last year, we had a group come to us. They were looking, they uh, are a developmental organization, Albertina Kerr in Portland, and they were interested in making a product that they could sell from residual agricultural products within the state. And so our students worked with them to help them come up with a sourcing plan, with an operations plan, so that they're able to hopefully this year draw on their very committed volunteer base to start producing and selling their own apple jam at local farmers markets. So How do you create something like that? <laughs> With a, a <laughs> lot of time effort, uh, I'm, I'm constantly impressed with the amount of research that our students go out and do. And we try to make ourselves available and the other faculty are always making themselves available as well, but they're really shockingly autonomous when it comes to going out and figuring things out. I mean, they went through different types of agricultural products. They started looking at residual viticultural grapes and then realized that those wouldn't necessarily be good for making a uh, product like jam because they're not sweet enough. Or I'm sorry, they, they have too many seeds, I think was what they heard from culinary experts, right? So they got went out and went, got this information. And that was just one unique group. Others were working on putting together not-for-profit organizations to start sharing solar power. Others were working on helping a, a hospital system roll out procedures to minimize germ and bacterial exposure within the hospital. So it really ranges substantially the work that they're going to be doing and the end products they arrive at. I'm, I just get to go to their presentation at the end of the year and sit there in awe of their persistence. <laughs> and, and in the past year, you've revamped the curriculum of PACE. What did you change? Well, the main thing is that we pulled in a little bit more foundational information at the front end. We always, there's always this constant push and pull in education of my subject would be easier to teach if they already knew all this stuff about businesses and organizations and the world at large. Yet when you typically pull all this stuff together is at the end of an MBA program in a strategy class. So they teamed me up and I'm, I'm bringing the kind of the teamwork, uh, how to function well in a team, how to resolve conflict and from my own research interest, how to uh, manage stress throughout the MBA process, I get teamed up with a colleague in strategy. This next year, it'll be Anusha Ramesh. 
Uh, and she's joining me to talk about, you know, again, how, how the world of work is changing. How do you look at an industry and analyze what's going on? So for our students, she gets to work with them on, wow, they want to make a, a culinary product. How do you even jump into a new and novel industry like this? And what tools are available to you to research it and learn more? Right. And now I know one of the unique aspects of your MBA program is that you have younger students than, than is typical. The average work experience is around one year. So experiential learning opportunities are especially important for those kinds of students. How do they play into your ability to support students in career services, Beth? Yeah. So one of the things that um, I always tell students is really important is that while they're in the program, they're building their portfolio of experience. And for many of those students who don't have depth in a particular area, they're looking for breadth and making sure that they have a technical skill that they're able to more or less sell to an employer. So when I when I say breadth, I mean, you know, if they're interested in marketing, we want them to get three or four experiences in marketing that'll, you know, enable them to have a broader understanding of the discipline that they're going into. Or and or, you know, go go deeper with a technical skill. Um, a lot of our students get really excited about data and the kinds of things that you can do with a program like Power BI or Tableau or R. So some of them will go deeper in that and then look for work using that kind of a skill, which is in high demand with employers. So uh, either way, through their internship program and projects and the PACE program and our other experiential and consequential programs, we have within our curriculum students and having quite a bit of experience by the time that they graduate, even though they may not have come in with a lot. Right. And of course, they have uh, the opportunity to do a summer internship, maybe even more than one, right? Right. So um, one of our flagship programs is our internship program. And uh, what we do is we pair them with a faculty mentor throughout the summer where the kinds of activities that they're doing for the internship for credit it are things that are going to help them succeed on the job, things like putting together a, um, a position plan, which is like a project plan for what they're going to do and sitting down with their boss and talking about expectations up front. And then on the back end, um, at the end of the internship, we survey the employers and we're asking them how well did our students do in the things that our faculty say that they're teaching in a core curriculum. And by evaluating our students, via our employers, we're able to constantly update our curriculum and make sure that we're meeting the needs of the changing marketplace out there, right? And a number of our um, employers have chosen to extend internships with our students. So our students can actually do three semesters oh. of internship and be able to work for an entire year at the same employer if they'd like. And they get credit for that? And they can get credit for it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and students really like it because they have a faculty advisor who's there to be their coach outside of the workplace. And Beth, tell us a little bit about uh, who hires your students. Yeah, so um, we work a lot through our alumni um, and we have um, you know, some of the, the organizations that have large groups of alumni that, that work with us include companies like Nike and Intel. They also include consulting organizations like Deloitte and Avanade. We have a number of nonprofits that we work with as well. Mercy Corps and Ecotrust are a couple of those, as well as the public sector. So, you know, the state of Oregon hires a lot of our students, as well as students who go into a lot of other agencies to do public sector work. And I think that's also a little bit unusual, but it's uh, 
in light of the, the school's dual mission to serve both the public and private sectors, it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. And actually, I imagine that that non, not-for-profit client consulting project in the first year that you run is an important part of you know getting people something to talk about when they go to an organization or a company for a job interview. Absolutely. One of the things that we do in PACE is really focus on helping them tell their story. So we were actually working, um, we're in orientation week this week, and we were working with the beginning of telling their story this morning, actually, and having them really be able to incorporate their strengths um, when they talk about their work experience. And it's amazing to see some of these um, students be able to really articulate how they can add value to an employer in an interview process. And that's what makes them do really well. Now, Ashley, what's the most challenging part for you as a professor, sort of herding students and teams through these consulting projects? (laughs) That's a great question. Uh, The most challenging part is getting them to actually use the resources that they have available to them. I find one of the biggest barriers is almost a shyness or reticence to ask for help when you need it. So, and I, I, you know, feel like sometimes I bend over backwards in class trying to kind of prove this point, but it goes without fail that eventually someone comes to my office and they're like, oh, I've got this situation. It's been going on for the past three months. And I'm like, oh, why didn't you come three months ago? (laughs) (laughs) Which sounds like such a a silly thing to say in the grand scope of this class. But it is one of those things that I I continue to bring up with our students and continue to try to hone my ability to speak to, because I feel like it's one of those aspects of personal development that allows people to excel so much more quickly. And this is quite a challenge, I would think, for someone who doesn't have a lot of work experience. And the fact that you're doing it while you're teaching the core in the MBA curriculum, right? I mean, generally you would think, okay, get people, let them have their feet wet first. So teach them the core, get them used to that, uh, and then send them out. But uh, you guys send people out right away. Yes. Yeah. It, it is It is interesting. Um, and we definitely have students who who will come to our office halfway through the semester and say, I, I'm unprepared for this. I don't know what to do. And we're like, great, ask questions. Uh, the point of PACE is that it is supposed to be a stretch assignment. Uh, this is supposed to be something that is harder than they have ever had to do with their career. And in that, they're forced to learn new skills. They have to learn how to communicate better with clients, with team members. They have to learn better self-management skills. Uh, and we we make sure that we're there to provide the support as they go through that process. But we have to create an environment that is challenging enough that the skill sets that they used as an undergraduate, the skill sets that they used in their very early career experiences are insufficient for the next level of development that they face. We, you know, I, I joke with my students on the first day of class, I like to tell them, fail here. If you're going to fail, fail here. This is the safe environment. Try as much new and hard and challenging and different things that you can here because we all want you to succeed. And this is the opportunity, right? You get into the workforce and you don't necessarily have that safety net, but you do here. Um, so stretch yourself, try difficult things and fail here when you have everyone around who wants to support you and help you succeed. That's great advice in life in general. 
Although you don't want to fail everywhere, but when you have a safe environment to fail in, practice, practice, practice. Isn't that how you get to Carnegie Hall? <laughs> well, uh, Beth Erson and Ashley Nixon, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Now you know the beast of the course at Willamette is pace, and you know what goes into it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This is John Byrne with Poets and Quants. This is part of our continuing series on Willamette University's Atkinson Graduate School of Management. Thanks for listening.